0: I've had some really great experiences with psychics and some that were just ridiculous. I mean, I've had psychics tell me like, you're the oldest of three sisters. Like, no, I'm the youngest of two brothers. You, you have eye problems. No, I've got perfect eyes. You have not gotten one thing right. Here's a hundred dollars.
1: Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness
2: that which has been left behind between the living and the dead i'm emily and
1: i'm joy and this is Is the the residuals. residuals oh my god joy we're back Oh my god! Uh, It's season
0: two! It's been so long! It's been so long! We missed you! We
2: missed you so much. So much! We're So, so happy to be back behind these blue and orange microphones. We have so much fun shit
1: this new season. Interviews. Ghost stories. Legendary ghost stories. Letters from... Our listeners oh yeah oh, and yeah. some amazing guy uh, people coming on and telling us their true stories so marcello and i mm-hmm. have talked about spooky shit for the past i think for the past year
0: um i'm so excited to do this
1: we're so excited to have yeah. you oh you <laughs> oh okay here's the thing we, we would accost each other on a regular basis in the hallways, in the kitchen, and God knows where else at work, and just talk spooky shit and creep out everyone around us, which I think, you know, that's bonus points. That's how you find your people. I mean. Exactly. With us, it was kind of the same thing, Joy, that you and I had, where it was like, you kind of maybe bring it up with the little ghost story stuff, and then it's like, ah. Oh. Let's you just
2: Wade into that ectoplasm real slow, like.
0: <laughs> yep, that's exactly it. When do, wait, are, are we recording? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Damn.
1: We I have look. to record from the get go because otherwise I blather on and then it's like, oh maybe we should, maybe we should get
0: this.
2: Yeah, yeah, I say I say dumb shit that is sometimes funny, and if it's not recorded. <laughs>
0: I, I'm a very, you know, firm believer and just, you know, uh, tape the rehearsals, so to speak. You know, I, I I like that. Yeah. Especially
2: with this, like, we can't really have a dry run. Like Emily and I don't even tell each other our own ghost stories anymore because we lose the reaction. Right. We can't like do it later. So we have to do it the first time.
0: You gotta, you gotta keep it fresh.
1: Exactly. Keep it real. Um, well,
0: I really, I, I have to say i'm digging your show uh i think i've i've heard almost all of the episodes uh at this point so i have a really good sense of it and i i just uh i mean <laughs> i actually i mean i love the ghost stories a lot but i also just love listening to you guys just bullshit for
2: you know <laughs> in <the beginning>. Perfect.
0: <laughs> and you're like and and you're like okay well now they're gonna start talking about ghosts oh no no they're talking about math okay yeah uh-huh. Okay,
1: oh, now they're talking about, yeah. go. oh, no, they're talking about their kids. All right, all right. Oh, yep, that's yep, 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 yep. That's it's us. Really that's us raging about I mean, mosques. We bedtime. try to, like,
2: get back on track, but, like, it's hard when I'm the one who has, like, the bullet list of things that we should do. And Emily it basically is just hucking things at my list
1: the whole time trying to, like, derail the system. I'm sorry. Listen, I have a, a high-functioning case of ADHD. Sure um you know
0: as it, do i am like wait what's that hold on
1: exactly yeah, shiny uh, things what
2: and i'm just on the other end of the spectrum with like super
1: ocd and like <laughs> efficiency and needing to get things done and
0: yeah stick to Which the is,
1: joy is the only reason why this podcast is happening because <laughs> my husband was like you need a hobby." You go to work, you come home, you hang out with our kid, you watch Dateline. And so I needed a. and he was like, you talk a lot. So maybe a podcast would help. Um, As you know, you can confirm this, so can Joy. So I had this podcasting equipment sitting stored away out of sight for like two months. And it was because I mentioned it to Joy and she was like, right, let's do this. We're going to get it done, blah, blah, blah. And next thing we know. It's actually happening. And it's only because she was like, no, we're going to do this. We're not just going to talk about it.
0: And and by the way, it's great that you have joy as a partner in this, because otherwise it would just be Emily talking for 64 hours straight.
1: (laughs) right, With no editing.
0: Right, With no editing. And no, it literally would be the world's longest podcast.
1: I don't see. It wouldn't
0: even be about ghosts, by the way. It would just be about, you know, we don't know. Wait, I I don't. I don't
1: understand what the issue is with that. That's that's a coming different podcast. Coming to you this fall, Emily talks about nothing for three days straight.
0: You guys could launch another podcast, you know, then it could be about keeping things on track. <gasps>
1: Yeah, if I could get that shit out in control and Joy could be like my, my sensei, like the Cobra Kai of ADHD. I don't know that you can without having your own mental health issues.
2: (laughs) 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 Because I needed a therapist after 40 years of like doing shit on my own to be like, so no, you, you do. It's not a joke. You do have OCD. Right, And I was like, oh, I was just using that as like a, a joke when
1: I said that I liked things a certain way. Oh, okay. We should maybe introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is... The rituals.
2: Uh, and we have yeah. another voice here. It is not a ghost. It is not one of Vanessa's ghost
1: boyfriends. <laughs> we have Marcello with us today hello um i'm very excited because he has buckets and buckets of fantastic stories and joy listen he has a golden girls adjacent really like story fantastic i can't wait
2: i'm
0: so excited
1: and also our podcast has become intertwined with the stories because remember you told me that you started like the stuff in your house died down and then you started listening.
0: That's right. Yeah. So, um, Emily and I, uh, see each other often, you know, we'll run into each other and, uh, we'll just start talking about our stories, our ghost stories. And, um, I started listening to your podcast, which I love. And, um, stuff started kicking up again in my house and I was going to give you a little background about you know where I live but
1: uh yeah no give it give it
0: all right anyway so um so anyway just to give you a little background about me sorry real quick so I I grew up in LA and uh California boy and, um, you know, I'm a believer when it comes to this stuff, you know, ghosts and aliens. And But I am i would call myself a believer with a cynical side, you know, like I don't just take everything that comes my way or every story. I look at it and go, yeah, and I look at it and go, uh, that seems like bullshit. And then I go, Mate, you know what, this one, I can't figure out how that happened, you know. So uh, as opposed to my wife, by the way, who I've been married to for, oh God, I've totally forgotten, uh, like 13 years. <laughs>
1: I'll cut that part out. Yeah, we want yeah, to totally. do
0: that bit. So I've been married to my wife for like 13 years. And, you know, she is definitely one of those people who's like, yeah, I just don't, I don't believe it. I think there's always an explanation for this stuff. that's you know, terrestrial or rational or whatever. And I, I sort of always go under the motto of, I can't prove that these things don't exist. You know, uh, and I know, having lived, uh, you know, with the experiences that I've had, that that um, there's definitely stuff we don't know about. So I sort of take that approach.
2: Right. Anyway. Absolutely.
0: Um, sometimes we need to take that because how do you explain David Hasselhoff being big in Germany?
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I mean, he's the Hoff, but okay. oh, do you remember that cheeseburger video? Oh, let's not. Let's just let's just have fond memories of him talking into his watch for Kit Michael.
2: Um,
1: uh, okay.
0: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: yeah. Uh,
0: all right. So I'll will t- continue on. Um, so in 2010, my wife and I bought uh, a 1911 Craftsman. Um, <gasps> Be still my heart. We really lucky. We we just happened upon it. We were the first people in at the open house, and the people who owned it before us um, had owned it for about seven years, and they were um, historical contractors, or I'm not sure that's the right term, but they were contractors that built houses, but they actually built, you know, with especially historical houses, and they redid them. And so our home is really quite lovely, and but it has a lot of the, um, you know original elements of a, of a 1911 house and obviously it's updated too it's not like we have to go to the well and get water but sure oh um, right, you
1: don't okay mm.
0: no no we actually have not an ice box we have a refrigerator so that
1: oh you fancy
0: pretty, uh, i mean, we paid extra for that okay but it's really nice and it has the dark wood and stained glass cabinets and things like that and um it's three stories it's big too it's tall damn
1: gina Dan, Tina. Uh, amazing.
0: So oh. I I say that just because I want to set the, the the scene for right. where you know of where I was, anyway, uh, so I live here with her. Um, we're still married. <laughs> so
1: Congratulations. <laughs> you made it through quarantine so far. Every day Thanks. is a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a
0: miracle. <laughs> they say the first thirteen years are the hardest.
1: Oh good to know. <laughs>
0: Yes. Uh. Um, but anyway, so we live here uh, with uh, my wife. I've got two kids or are like uh, 10 and 12. We have a dog, a chinchilla, three turtles, four geckos, 15. Yes.
1: Wait, you have a chinchilla?
0: We do, yes. <gasps> all yes. All right, so we live with all those creatures and then probably uh, a few ghosts is what I think.
1: Just a few. Oh, no, is that Enzo? No, that was that Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Wait, what happened? That, that was I, just me getting scared. <laughs> but I thought it was her child or her cat screaming. But Ow. it's just joy.
2: It was just me sounding like a tea kettle of
1: death. <laughs> just a few ghosts. Just a few. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited to hear about them. Okay, I am too. Okay, tell us. I'll stop. Uh, I'll stop making yes. noises.
0: So we moved in uh, about ten years ago, and uh, there was a you know nice family that lived here, and and. Um, but mostly, they moved everything out. You know, they left a couple of furniture pieces, but it was all out, and we put all our stuff in. and And uh, at the time, I had uh, a a baby we had just who uh, was just born. It was like my daughter was three months, and my son was like two and a half, so he was already walking and you know, mobile. And um, you know, we would just start finding needles on the floor, like sewing I, needles yeah so we would find sewing needles uh you know just in random places most at the beginning mostly on the floor and you know when you find a sewing needle after moving into a place you're sort of thinking oh they were moving all their stuff things fell out of boxes you know it makes sense that you might have a stray needle here or again here or whatever and after it happened and i would say by the way it happened about every i'd say about every two months maybe every three months we'd find one Uh And it was one of those things where at first you're just sort of like, yeah, okay, this is nothing. And then it keeps happening, and you start seeing a little bit of a pattern. And you think this is starting to become a little odd. And so,
1: were they showing up in the same spots or no, in different spots?
0: No, uh, mostly on the floor. I think one time on our on our uh, on our banister, you know, the top of a staircase. Yeah, like, yeah. Like square one. I think I found one there once. I think yeah. I found one on the floor on the second floor once. And again, each time at the beginning, you're sort of thinking, okay, well, someone dropped it, you know, the housekeeper was cleaning up or whatever, dropped something. But when it starts happening repeatedly, you then start taking a little, I start taking a little bit of a different approach. Of course, my wife, when I suggest that maybe we have somebody leaving needles for us, was like, you're ridiculous. Like, okay, well, I'm going to talk to whatever it is that's happening. Because at that point, I'm starting to think this is probably more likely what's happening. Right. So I, I mean, well, like,
2: unless you're like, unless you're like two year old decided to take up quilting on the reply, Like, You never know. know.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, brand new suits would show up on my uh on my bed. And, amazing. Uh, and, my <laughs> and a and year would be like, I did that. After a few times of finding these things, I finally said, you know what, I, it doesn't hurt. I'm just gonna talk to whatever's here and say look we know you're here you're obviously trying to tell us that you're here but do me a favor we have a young kid and a a baby and they're on the floor all the time can you not leave these on the floor
2: reasonable request
0: reasonable request i wasn't saying anything about like go away or i don't like it just you know so um since that request happened the next few needles were not on the floor. Like on my bedside table. Oh <laughs> counter. Or in my bathroom counter. Never no, yes. And never in a way, by the way, and I want to say this from the beginning, because it was never in a way that felt negative. Right. It seems and people often I tell the story, and people are like, uh, there are sewing needles showing up. How is that not negative? And I'm no, like No.
1: It's was, just it's it's their way of saying Hi, and I'm I'm crafting for you in the afterlife. I'm a seems- I have an Etsy store in, on <laughs> the other they side.
2: They weren't showing up in a voodoo doll of you randomly. <laughs> like I think Wait, it's safe. What, they weren't, right? Okay that cool.
0: Would be very, that, would be, that would be bad. Yeah. Um
1: yeah, but so- was it it was it specifically like it was showing up in on on your thing? So you're saying it's your side of the bed. It was just no. kind of everywhere? Okay.
0: It was it definitely felt um it was more about where it was where it was going to be seen versus a specific person that it was attached to. Okay. But, so this kept going. And like I said, I mean, it was, um, I don't want to say it was regular because it really wasn't. But it was definitely about every, I would say, two to four month window we would find one. The housekeeper would find one and would leave it for us and go, I found this, you know, wherever. Um, <clears throat> but here's what was sort of interesting about it is that over the course of the next probably three years, maybe even four years, the placement of these things got specific and more obvious. So what started with a needle on the floor, which anybody can sort of dismiss, went to a needle. um, I remember I have a portable speaker and I was taking a bath and I brought it into my bathroom and I placed it on the floor and when I was done with my bath, I lifted the speaker and underneath was a needle.
1: <gasps> Stop it!
0: What? Get better. My That's wife what? found my wife has an electric toothbrush, okay? She oh. found a needle, and obviously, if you're hearing this, you're not gonna understand it, but the needle was in the bristles of her toothbrush, pointing towards the, the handle. So it wasn't pointing outwards as in as in Shut- a way. It was uh. pointing in, inward. Right. Right. So <gasps> She she found a needle in a po- uh, coat pocket that she doesn't wear often, but it was again not pointing in a in a offensive way, right. but in a sort of internal way. So when you start finding them like this, you start thinking, okay, well this is not this is you know meant to be found and and to be obvious.
2: There's like some kind of intelligence behind it, and exactly. it doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem like it's just around electronic objects because when you said the electric toothbrush and the speaker i was going to be oh. like hold up hold up is there some like weird magnetic thing happening with like a mechanism and set? but no if it's in like a coat pocket and on the like finial
1: or whatever top of the stairway banister
0: word i need to hang on i need to write that down
1: right <laughs> finial what no. the week finial i expect you to use that in a meeting tomorrow
2: it's okay. usually i know it's like the top of like a lamp or something i don't know if it's the proper term for a banister, like a, a post, I'm going to, and I'm gonna
0: but... I know what it means
1: <laughs> exactly. I'll be like, I I, hear you, I'll message you.
0: Yeah, I have to study for my finials. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Um, so, so that's kind of the progression, it just gets more and more obvious. Oh and god. Joy, you're gonna love this because I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wait, what, this more? Oh my god. So, one of the things that you sh- i should have said at the beginning but it doesn't really matter for the purpose of the story is that we keep all of our sewing stuff in a little kit it's probably uh, i'd probably say about eight inches by about four inches high you know those little plastic kits that you buy like at an organization store and they have a little top that closes with a little plastic uh clasp?
2: Yes, i have, have 1200 for yeah. many things in my house
0: <laughs> exactly so we keep all of our sewing stuff in there. We have, you know, thread and 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 needles we have, but we have them in the old film canister, an old film. You know those black, the black ones?
2: one with the gray top?
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And We're all
2: old. Uh,
0: for those of you um who are younger, film is what you used to have to put in a camera, right? <laughs>
2: it's like a tiny... Rolled brown toilet paper, as gross as that sounds, but it
1: went in a little plastic container. Right. Yeah, keep it in there so it didn't get ruined. And the empty ones, you could put all of your quarters in there to do laundry. It was yeah. a safe place to put them or yeah. other illicit things if you wanted to. I'm not,
0: right? You know, I,
1: mean, I don't understand what you. Could you elaborate? I don't understand. M and M's. Oh. Yeah, gotcha. Mm. Okay. The good stuff. the green
0: ones, because those are the illicit ones, I
1: Yes, exactly. No one wants those. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, um, they're the cantaloupe of, of M&Ms. Oh, but of just no one wants to, it on their plate.
0: To, to finish the tangent of the film conversation, and then when you were done taking your 24 pictures, yes, that, you, that each one you cherished like it was gold, you would right. take it to a little booth and you would give it to some person who was stuck in there, and then you'd pick it up <laughs> days later and you'd have your pictures Do so you remember that yes. or are you too I young had
2: to, like I had to explain this to my son like like <laughs> last year he's like I don't understand pictures and I was like ah okay this is a Polaroid and we have to use we used to have to go to a place and hand them to someone
1: and they would print them and give us
2: like, it took a long time
1: and that and he, also meant that then like you had strangers seeing your random oh, pictures oh, yeah. which yeah. you know, Being that before social media, this was okay, because it was then just only one or two randoms Mm -hmm. seeing your humiliating photos than God knows how many people on the internet.
2: Also, for any tattoo artists out there who did not start tattooing like I did when we only took pictures with film, fuck all y'all, because we had one shot. to get a good picture of a tattoo that was bleeding and gross, and we wouldn't see these people again because they were fucking on vacation visiting and getting a stupid tattoo while they were out with their friends. And <laughs> if we didn't get that perfect picture the first time, that was it. We got back blurry pictures that weren't any good for our portfolios, and we did like no business. <coughs>
0: awesome. About
2: your needles.
0: Sure. All right, so we have our sewing stuff in a little canister. And um, this, this didn't happen all the time when we would find a needle but i would say about 40% of the time we would pick up the needle we would take it back to the to the sewing kit where we would have our needles 40% of the time the kit was blown open as if a raccoon had gotten in there what off sometimes the needle cap was off, the the you know the cap on the little plastic bin was off sometimes it wasn't and it was so bizarre it was so bizarre to see this sewing kit that is By the way, it's not like on a low shelf. It's on a fairly high shelf. So our kids did not definitely, who are, you know, two, three, four, did not reach. So we would be like, what the hell? One time, not only did we find a needle, when we went to return it to our, you know, normal needle holding place, the whole canister was just gone. Like it wasn't in the kit. It was gone. The kit was there, the needle canister wasn't. And we found it like three weeks later under like the washing machine or something like it was one of those bizarre things. We're like, what? This makes no sense.
1: Oh, my God.
0: So whenever I tell this story to friends, they go, well, it's clearly the housekeeper. It's clearly the nanny. It's clearly somebody breaking into your house and dropping a needle somewhere so that they can. Of course. Of course. And I was and I was my only response to that was always. If we have a nanny or a housekeeper that's doing this, then we've got bigger problems than a ghost.
2: Right. Yes. Yeah.
0: It just makes no sense. And then, of course, that got debunked in my eyes because often I would go to bed. I would, let's say, be in my bathroom. I would brush my teeth. I'd go to bed. I'd wake up the next morning. There would be a needle on on the counter. Unless our nanny or housekeeper or some stranger is breaking in overnight and we don't hear them and my dog doesn't hear them, then that's not... That's not a, a, you know. And all
2: yeah. of these needles are your needles?
0: We think so. Because they okay. seem, we did one, a couple times we did an experiment where we did like a marker on it. And sure oh,
2: God. I love Thank you guys with this experiment stuff. It's making me so happy. Yeah. This <laughs> is
1: right up, Joy's <laughs> to alley. totally, yeah. like, People. big old, a, a gym. like, yeah,
0: exactly. So, <laughs> after about six years or so, seven years, we said, you know what? Let's get a psychic. Let's see. Why what's, not? Yes. See what's going on. I can't my believe it took that point. long. By the way, oh, no. my wife at this point was like, "Yeah, maybe something's going on."
1: Ah. <laughs> Come on, wife. Uh.
0: We found a psychic, a remote psychic. I think Emily, you talked about this for Joy. You talked about this in one of your.
1: I had one of the Emily. yes. Yeah. I, had, I, I had to get my house cleansed after the final straw was my husband's light and fan turning on by itself. Exactly.
0: <sighs> so my wife at this point was into it because I think, you know, even though she started out super, you know, not believing, it was hard for her to justify how this could be happening, you know, like some person is doing it. So uh-huh. he was on board with getting a psychic. So we hired a psychic remote and, she came back and told us this kind of insane tale of a young uh-huh. woman who came from Ireland in the, of the century, like nineteen something, um, that worked for a very wealthy family. And at some point, they lived in this house. But, but by the way, she was basically almost an indentured servant. The, oh, okay. So she, she worked for like this family, almost like, I think it was two or three generations, like the, the, the people that brought her over, then the kids, and then the, the kids, kids, um, not necessarily always in the house, but basically they're in this house for long periods of time. And uh, told us a story about how she, you know, wasn't necessarily super um, uh, educated uh, or intellectual necessarily, but she was a very, very dedicated house, uh, a very dedicated nanny to the kids, mm-hmm. and that what we were experiencing was her sticking around because she felt we could use the help with our kids. Um,
1: By putting sewing needles on the floor where well, the small tiny well, children.
0: She's good, good question, him. but that's a very good point, right? So we said, well, what, but you know, um, why the needles? She goes, well, that was her passion she would sew at late into the night in her little room, which apparently is off the kitchen where my wife has her office. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And that was why the needles are her way of expressing her presence.
1: Wow. So, I was like, okay,
0: I mean- Did
1: you get her name?
0: um, We did, it was a first name, but I honestly, I don't remember now. Oh, she's Irish,
1: it's fucking Mary. Yeah. Something Catholic, very, or Moira. <laughs> Moira, Mary, some one of those M's. <laughs> Moira.
0: Oh, Moira. So, so of course, the, the you know, um, more like investigative detective side of me goes, okay, well, let's figure, oh, she also told us the family was a fairly wealthy family in L.A. They had a lot to do with the build out of the water system in L.A.
1: Oh, the aqueducts. No,
0: no idea specifically what that meant, but they were very, very um, influential and important in the water system. That's what This is what the psychics said. Wow. So I, of course, thought, okay, well, let me, let me see if I can find some more information. Well, so I looked in some of the archives. I tried to do some research, but here's the problem with this house. It was built in 1911, but it was built like two miles away from where it is now.
1: <gasps> Same and- thing happened with our house. Our house was moved here in the 50s, but it was built in the 40s like 10 yeah. miles away
0: so somewhere somewhere else which by the way is not recorded anywhere because you know it's recorded with i guess the parcel mm-hmm. but when you go look for let say a parcel history you can only go far as you know as far back as where the house was on it so i can't really go further back than when the house was moved when i think it was probably the 30s or 40s when it was moved oh. so i'm kind of uh you know uh, at a dead end with that no pun intended got it yeah
1: sure. man that that honestly that makes me want to like go stop pulling microfiche if <laughs> if if libraries weren't just a covid soup plantation right now i would be down there because that's that to me is fascinating like to and to find that out
0: <laughs> and for our you young, okay joy for um, our younger listeners microfiche is like film right you Only run it through it on a
2: projector.
0: Ooh. You <laughs> do you still it. have that
2: at libraries? Have they yeah, gone? they do. Uh-huh. No, they still have oh.
1: microfiche. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite.
2: I have questions. Okay.
0: okay. I I have a little bit more to tell you, and then and then. Oh.
2: Just about the moving thing, like. Yeah if it was moved in like the thirties, but you think that she was in the house earlier than that, or no?
0: I think so. I think so.
2: So like she went with the house from the original location?
0: That's the thing is that it's, I don't know. And and by the way, I don't know that maybe everything that's being felt by the psychic wasn't about some structure that was here before this house. I I don't know, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of what this, and again, I don't know about this. Like the psychic stuff to me, I've had some really great experiences with psychic and some that were just ridiculous. So I'm always a little bit like, eh, eh, okay, you know, maybe, maybe not. I mean, I've had psychics tell me like, you're the oldest of three sisters. Like, no, I'm the youngest of two brothers. You, you have eye problems. No, I've got perfect eyes. You, it's literally like, You have not gotten one thing right. Here's a hundred dollars.
2: Right. <laughs> oh God.
0: And then I've had some that have told me some really, really insane things from a friend who passed away, and and I'm just like, yeah, spot on. Wow. Anyway, um, the only reason I really I think what's interesting about the psychic thing is that in in her remote clearing, she said, "Look, I basically got her spirit to to move on." And she said at the end of this, you know, discussion with us, she said, "Look." She may come back, but I don't think you're going to have as much interaction with her. And she was right, because for about a year, nothing happened after that.
2: Oh.
0: And uh, I don't remember if there was anything specific that happened that triggered it again. But we then we, in the last probably year and a half or so, I don't know if it was the residuals podcast. But in the last year, I mean,
1: you did tell me in the kitchen that you'd started listening to it in the morning while getting ready for work, and then suddenly needles started showing up again. I don't want to take credit, uh Moira, the Irish nanny, making a reappearance. But I'm, I'm gonna maybe go. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take the credit. All
0: right,
1: there you go. There we go, Joy. We did that. No, no, no! You did that. It
2: goes oh, to I did your that. Your house. It goes to your friends' homes that you talk to. Or My house is that? a fortress know. of fucking solitude over here.
1: So you said at the beginning that ghosts plural in yeah, your house. That's ah, funny. so that's a good way. is is a is a, a Irish lady is not the only one. So tell us.
0: Yeah. About tell so us so the psychic also said that <laughs> there is um a the spirit of a man um she got the sense that he was an alcoholic in life i i I, and the reason that she brought this up is because we also told her about something that would happen not as frequently as the needles but would happen on a fairly regular basis maybe like every six months in our kitchen we have those you know two drawers that are underneath where the you know the sinks are and then you pull the drawers and there you put all your cleaning supplies under there Uh uh-huh um you would open one of the drawers and in the right corner almost every time in the right corner there would be empty alcohol bottles and cans what empty alcohol bottles and cans
1: that's nuts was it a particular kind was it always the same kind
0: no and in fact very often it's stuff that we don't ever buy have never had in our house have no idea why it's there like what like some just some bizarre japanese beer that we've never bought or some uh, bottle of Gosh you not. know bizarre whiskey that we've never had you know that kind of thing empty wow always in the right side and it's always in the corner and it's uh, so you don't normally see it because it's way in the back and you know right. how often do you go and spelunk down there and you know you don't <laughs> right no. So, it's the weirdest thing ever. We often will find, we have a little cabinet in our other room that's like a bar, and we'll often find just bottles that are empty. And of and course... This,
2: and it's not your 10 it's not, 10 it's not right. No, but it's not like the nanny or a babysitter or right. a housekeeper. Again, same question. Absolutely. Right.
0: Right. Absolutely. You know, an empty bottle in our liquor cabinet, that could be... That could be anybody. I mean, I don't think it's my, my, you know, 10 year old daughter, but let's hope, <laughs> but um,
2: I won't tell you what I was drinking when I
0: was,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. no, I, 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 I check
0: the their, their, their breath on a regular, I never detect alcohol. That's a good idea.
1: That's a good idea. But,
0: but you know, I totally think that's a totally rational thing to say, Hey, sure. you know, there's somebody coming in your house and they're drinking your alcohol and they're stashing it. But here's the thing. Our Nanny and our housekeeper, they have keys to our place. They're here without us. They have free reign in our house. If you're going to steal our alcohol, why would you stash it under the sink? Right. Right. Throw it right away. In, Go to in, in anyone's garbage can outside.
2: Yeah. Right. Like anybody's. You don't ever have to let anyone know that was with you ever. It's really also,
1: easy. I'm just going to say, alcoholics are real sneaky and really good at hiding things. And so you're not going to hide it in an obvious spot where it's going to be found. You're right. going to have a secret compartment under the laundry basket. Or you <laughs> will have your own. Not that I'm talking from experience. <laughs> maybe just you know putting it out there there's a possibility that I know about this stuff you have your hiding spots that you know no one will find it Right. and that under the counter is uh, under the sink is not the spot also drinking and it out of your cupboard and leaving it empty everyone knows that you, you fill it back up with water I everyone knows the that thing.
2: oh we've you, had you, that you only drink the wait, what? and you fill it with water wait you, what? you had that way. happening?
0: I do not have anything to do with ghosts, but <clears throat> we had that happen once where all of a sudden our freezer started leaking what looked like water. And we're like, what is happening? We opened it and there was a, a bottle of vodka, I think, that oh. that had cracked. Or, you know, and, and it was ice inside. Yeah. Somebody had filled it with water. Now that, to me, is probably somebody that was at a party and drank it and refilled it. But yeah. that, I'm not counting that. Right. Anyway, the psychic told us that she thought that that was a a, a a spirit of a gentleman that walks around the neighborhood, used to be an alcoholic, and steps into people's houses and does this. Not just
2: you present. I'm sorry. That shit blows my mind. Like, the idea that there are, like, neighborhood watches made up of, like, ghosts. <laughs> like because emily you brought this up too where yes somebody was like oh you know the part where like nothing grows that's just
1: like when your dog walker, a psychic psychic. dog walker that's like yeah um yeah. who decided to tell me this when i was freshly pregnant and really <laughs> kind of everything was just scary at that moment and we lived in a house that the backyard was really lovely and long but the very back of it nothing grew no matter what we did, nothing would grow. And she was like, Oh yeah, you know that dead bit? Yeah, there's like a century in the in the neighborhood and that's his path. He walks through the backyards yeah. and that's where it was all dead. And I'm like, that's cool. Great. Good to know. Thanks for telling me. Hey, yeah. It's it's bananas. I can't like yeah. that stuff freaks me out because I start thinking about like the
2: regular drunk men that I would see in New York City when I would right. walk home at night and I was like oh, what if they were all
1: dead yeah and then you're just going to find someone to shit in the middle of your kitchen floor and you're like that's too big to be the cat that's people poop <laughs> not a ghost, not. Not a ghost. <laughs> someone left me a present oh it's that rascally drunk ghost again oh. pooped his pants on my floor
0: so okay. do you have
1: any other ones
0: well, so it's interesting because I was having a conversation today. Our nanny was here, um, and I said, "Do you think like this house has spirits?" And she goes, "Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not comfortable when I'm here by myself." And really. I, the housekeeper, and she said, "And when when they're upstairs, they hear walking and stuff. Downstairs, when they're downstairs, they hear steps upstairs and sometimes voices. I don't. I don't hear that stuff. I'm not freaked out in this house. One time in ten years, I was." in my bedroom, kids were in their bedroom sleeping. It was like 6.30 in the morning. My wife had just left to go for a run about 10 minutes before that. I hear the front door open, close, and I hear about six male footsteps. Boom, 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 boom. And I go, I called my wife's name and no one answered. And I walked down with like the big mag flashlight. Right. No one there. That was the only time I've ever heard that shit but they but from what i can tell from uh, the nanny and the housekeeper have heard that a few times and oh. did you check
2: under the sink after that oh my god
0: shoot that's a good i didn't shit wait oh. joy! damn it i should so check next time is.
1: <laughs> that's insane um, have you kids seen anything
0: I've asked them, they've never seen anything, but obviously they partake in the, you know, they see the needle situation and they're aware mm-hmm. of it. Um, you know, I, I want to say, and I, I, I think it's important because I, I do feel that, um, I think this is just important to say, like, I don't get a sense that this is a malevolent thing. Oh no, I no.
1: it doesn't I, sound I, it at all.
0: Yeah, that that's basically the house and uh, it's pretty cool.
1: That sounds amazing.
2: So oh, hold on. So you're sitting in this house right now telling us all this, right?
0: That is correct.
2: And uh, you don't look like you have headphones on. So everyone that hangs out living or dead in the house has just heard this whole thing?
0: Uh, yeah.
2: Okay.
1: Cool, cool, cool. So I expect
0: oh, to get text me messages out. from no, you.
1: No,
2: I just want to say spirits Oh God. in Marcelo's house. We are just poking a little fun because, personally, because I get scared as fuck. So (laughs) we're being very respectful. We totally, like, don't mess up their thing. You guys have a good thing going. Everybody respects you.
1: Thank you.
0: Yep, I agree.
1: Agreed. Agreed. 100%. So now, now I need to get to the Golden Girls Connection. Oh shit! Because hearing this story made like I I don't know if I don't know if I've ever adequately explained to you just how much I love them. Like I have the pajama pants. I've got the magnet set where you can like have your own living room that you can move them around in. I've got Monopoly. I've got the coloring book just a little bit, you know. I like him a smidge. Joy made me a picture of them for my birthday. It's like they're my thing. So I know that you have um some kind of a story, maybe?
0: Well, but it's not my story.
1: Doesn't matter.
0: Okay, so we have (laughs) a a, 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 care.
1: care. It's gold okay, sorry. My wife and
0: I have a friend who moved in a few years back. He'd now has left subsequently left that uh condo he moved into a condo that was owned by estelle getty is that right by the way did i get okay yeah okay
1: Mm patrillo
0: and uh and apparently um when he moved in he was looking through some drawer or some closet or something and found an old wallet that had her like an old driver's license and so it's kind of just like oh this is kind of cool but he would tell us about how he would just hear like an old woman walking or he would hear like little, you know, drawers opening. It wasn't super over the top. It was just it's oh, all I got. It's not. A, I, I wish I had more. But, but, but you, that's you still the,
2: the drawers were opening because she was looking for her fucking wallet.
1: <laughs> Obviously. 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 Poor <laughs> May you rest in peace, you glorious woman. Oh my God! This was lovely. Oh, uh,
0: one so more fun. story I want to share. With oh you. yeah 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 uh, please. Yes, please. Uh, and you know, I actually have a lot of different stories. Oh, but but I, the- I have
1: a quick question for you. Yeah. Other than your experiences in the last ten years in this house, have you had any prior to this? Because it it sounds like you know you're you're having this stuff happen in your house, and you're having more than one thing come through. Um, and it seems like you're quite comfortable with it like you know that you've said that it's not anything malevolent or anything like that so have you had anything happen previous to this house personally
0: um i have uh you know you say that i'm comfortable with it i, I mean i think in this case i am but i'm like joy i get scared af uh when it comes to this stuff you know it, it i it's it's intense um by the way i forgot to tell you that once in a while, in my house, my electric toothbrush pl- will become unplugged, and it'll be coiled in the same way every time.
2: <laughs> Shatter.
1: The
0: weirdest thing. I have no I, no explanation for it. It could just be a weird, random thing that somebody's doing and not telling me. But it's the it, weirdest thing.
1: I'm gonna like say that that person is not is not alive. That's doing they it. Like not things telling it. just so
2: okay. Yeah. If you would just
1: put it back that way, they wouldn't have to do it for you.
2: Okay. It's like when I talk to my husband about anything in the house
0: (laughs) yeah i i actually have had some interesting experiences i i don't want to tell them all because i you know it's whatever but one of the ones out (laughs) that's what our
1: show's about let's
0: do another another episode okay Um, one of the ones that sticks out for me is back i don't even know how many years ago um it was a group of college friends i'd say was maybe eight of us we went to paradise island in the bahamas i don't know if you're familiar with it but it's it, it, it there's an actual island in the bahamas and it's sort of off the i guess the other island i don't i don't know
2: is this I where they paradise. have the pigs no pigs. Pigs. that I, I hi i'm raising my hand i did that for my honeymoon that is not oh, that oh nice. god bless that, you it was that's great the, that's the swimming pigs yeah yes
0: oh uh, i would love to yeah. do that
2: <sighs> i found out that those things existed and i was like that thing we are going to do for our honeymoon? No, we're not doing that anymore. We're doing this. <laughs> we're going to go swim with every animal that swims in this place ever. <laughs> so that's what we did. Lizards, fish, pigs, sharks,
1: all of it the same that day. That sounds <laughs> like, romantic. It's great. Go swimming are swimming with swine.
0: Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you feed them?
1: Everything there
2: apparently just exists on white bread. So... <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> The, the tour guides were just like handing out slices of white bread for any of those animals that, like, I fed bread oh. to iguanas and I fed them to spotted pigs that were swimming next to me. Oh it was God. so cool. It sounds amazing. Mm. If okay. I does not get cut out, I'll give you. I'll send you pictures for the Instagram. Yes, yes please. please.
0: Of course of course it can't get cut. I so you, my, went my to, my you went, went one to one.
1: paradise.
0: So we were in Paradise Island. Um, But it was about eight of us, and um, when we first got there, the bartenders told us the story about the history of where this club was uh, situated, that the island that it's built on was owned by a woman that was referred to by the locals as the Black Widow. And the reason reason she was referred to as the Black Widow was because apparently she had seven husbands that all died over the course of so many years. And the local, uh, the local lore was that the spirit of each of the husbands had inhabited a dog, a stray dog. And sure enough, there are these dogs that are just walking and running around the property all day long. You see them. They're, they're not together. Sometimes they're together. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're sleeping. Most of the time they're sleeping because it's hot as hell. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> And you sort sure of just t- take it as like, oh yeah, great story, blah, 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 blah. Bartender dog Wait,
1: were were there seven dogs, or were there more than seven dogs?
0: I don't remember exactly, but I feel like there were more than seven dogs. But the idea is that he had she had seven husbands that had inhabited seven dogs on oh the island. Oh my gosh. Okay. okay. So whatever okay. No, we're we're drinking, we're eating, we're, you know, doing water sports and <laughs> <laughs> so one night after dinner. All eight of us had just finished dinner. I think we had, may have gone out to drink, whatever. And it wasn't that late, but maybe it was like 11 at night. We're all sort of walking back to the to the area where our rooms are. And my friend and I were the last two people and, and it was like a narrow pathway. So we were the last two and there were, what we had eight, right? So there were two sets, three sets ahead of us walking. Then we're, you know, and I'm talking to my friend And I started talking about how, you know, oh, that story about the widow and the seven husbands. And I said, wouldn't it be really cool to see some evidence of that? No fool! No, it wouldn't. My my friend says, be careful what you wish for. He barely finishes the sentence. And around a building, seven fucking dogs. Shut up! Almost like in an arrowhead formation just pull around a building and go right up to us and stop. Not aggressive, not playing. Like it was literally like we went, you know, whistling for these guys go- and they came around the corner in a formation and stopped right in front of the group. Now the the guys that we were with at the front of the line, they were like, oh, that's weird. But they, they didn't have the context of the conversation that I had just had with my friend. So my friend and I are looking at this going, holy crap we just summoned them oh my God. and the dogs just sat there what felt like probably half a minute just looking at us just that's it they were just looking at us and i started doing that thing that i told you about earlier which was like thank you i appreciate you <laughs> showing us. thank you and yeah. said it imagine sort of an arrowhead formation right Oh yeah, the dogs in the back started peeling off and going back to from like in line, leaving just the one dog in front, kind of sitting there looking at us for like another three beats, and then it just went, turned and went, oh and I swear, God. it was maybe the most exhilarating but most frightening experience when it comes to this stuff because they're animals, you know. It's it's like they're they reacted to something.
2: Oh it was my
0: god.
2: Insane. That's like, insane. Just being around a pack of stray dogs is scary anyway. Yeah. Ones that are like being summoned by the woman who killed them all.
0: It was <laughs> but, I, I that's insane. Uh, I, yeah, it was oh really bizarre. And by the way, like I said, most of the time these dogs were just lying around. It wasn't like they were, you know, doing volleyball and <laughs> Running around, they were just sort of hanging out,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, dogs, like chickens, all kinds of stuff down in the islands are usually just like chilling and hanging out, yeah. Oh, my yeah. god,
0: That's that was insane! That was pretty... Oh, my god, oh, I'm gonna have nightmares. No, but they were cool. This is the thing again, I say, it, I say it again, which is it didn't, it wasn't like a I'm here to bite you, it was more just like yeah. you called me. You wanted to see something. I'm here. What do you want? That was what it felt like. What do you want? Right.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, when you were telling the story, like, obviously nobody could see this, but you were, like, crossing your arms. Like, the dog was just sitting there going, "Uh uh-huh, and what? Yeah.
0: yeah. It was (laughs) really giving us that look of, what do you want?
2: Oh, my God. That's nuts. That's that's
0: crazy. Oh, my
2: God. The amount of – that's so, like – the physical stuff that happens around you is really interesting yeah. because that's not how a lot of paranormal stuff happens for everybody all the time. Like there's a lot of things that are more auditory or a lot of things that are just like feelings or, you know, or dreams or whatever, but like physical needles being moved around the house, physical bottles around that, like dogs showing up, like, right. We should probably just talk to you about you some
1: more. Right. With the other experiences that you've had, is this a similar pattern that you have?
0: Wait, say that again.
1: With the with the other experiences that you've had, is this a similar pattern of the the physical manifestation or a sign, I guess, of things?
0: Yeah, I I don't. I mean, honestly, I've had these. yeah, I've had physical experiences with stuff, Stuff, you know. Right. Um, it's not usually auditory. It's not necessarily visual. I don't think I would say that I've ever knowingly seen anything. Right. And I don't necessarily need to. <laughs> I feel like that would be maybe too much. Yeah,
1: no, right. put that out there
0: because um, I'm of
2: that ilk also. Yeah. I'm like,
1: I don't want to see anything. Right, you. yeah. I'd rather just hear it or feel it. If I see it, then I'll probably shit my pants and pass out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I like the symbolism, you know, the this the, the symbolic sort of uh, items as opposed to the right. actual thing. I think. Um, I I remember once I was friends in college with a guy. He was he was odd. We'll call him G. So then I don't want to use his full name, but <laughs> but um, he was he would say to me that he had uh, poltergeists that followed him. Oh. And he was one I of He was
2: about guys. to bring up that word. Thank you. Good. let's
0: keep he going. He was one of these guys who was, you know, super dramatic and you never quite knew if he was telling the truth about anything, mm-hmm. but really entertaining, he had great stories, and he was really sort of performative and and so it was kind of fun to hang out with, but I was going to say this for another podcast.
2: Here's the only reason I would say save it because one I want to catch up with you in a month or two to see what's happening at your house after this. And then also, um, I want to think about you and poltergeist and the old definition of poltergeist versus the newer one that has been coming out because it's like more of a telekinetic thing that the person is doing, which is something else. Um, so, if you want to talk some more now, we can totally do that. But at some point, I do want to, like, touch base again and, and do, like, a little catch-up.
0: I kind of like the idea of holding off just so I can... Let's refresh. hold off.
1: That's Let's fine. hold off.
0: But, uh, you know...
2: I mean, Emily's going to make us do fucking gratitudes in a
1: second anyway, so... I mean... Get ready for it. Sorry. Me. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. I'm so... I'm such an awful person. Tell me what you're thankful for. <laughs> come on joy why do i always have to go
2: because yeah, I, you I, I
1: do
0: think i don't have to go first
1: okay well, you know what yeah. Let our, i guess i'm pointing at go the go screen first.
2: like anyone can see me gesticulating
1: right. okay our guest is going to go first <laughs> go first
0: oh god you didn't even give me a chance to think about this even though i know it was you're coming.
1: not listen just go with it
0: um, well, I'll just go with the real easy, basic one. I'm thankful that uh, my family and I are safe and healthy.
2: Yeah, uh, Yep. First Legit. and foremost. Totally. Um, I am thankful that the um, thing I have hanging over our kitchen table is a disco ball. Because <laughs> today... <laughs> yes! <laughs> I'll tell you why. Because today... Uh, it's like more than six months that we've been cooped up in this house and my child hasn't gone to school and I haven't done anything. But uh, we haven't been outside in days because of the fires. And uh, I, I have a rambunctious person <laughs> that <laughs> I have a rambunctious child. So I moved all of the furniture as far away from the kitchen and the dining area and the living room as I could. And then Emily gave us this really awesome party light. So I put the party light in the kitchen reflecting off the disco ball and <laughs> we listened to like story pirates and then i made him listen to tool and he was really annoyed um but whatever because he goes okay well after this song and i'm like yes yes that's fine after this song 12 minutes later hit mom when is the song gonna be over <laughs> right <laughs> the entire album of lateralis is like one song so i was just like sure kid whatever keep scooting Um, so he was on a scooter and his skateboard and I was on my roller skates and that is how we got
1: through the day. And I'm thankful for that. I will say that the $10 disco light that I found is the best indoor distraction, especially when there are heat waves here Uh or my kid is just not tired. I will plug that fucker in turn on the party dance mix turn off all the lights and she has a dance party and it's the best thing ever yeah best thing ever right. um so my wow. gratitude is my my kid turned four yeah. Yay! Yeah. you know we normally have a party for her and obviously this year we couldn't but we made it a really fun day and we took her to the beach we took the day off work um my husband and i and we took her to the beach and it was lovely and cloudy and cool which the day before it had been 121 degrees um and they like i got to sit i have a pathological fear of water that i cannot see the bottom of so i cannot put my feet in the ocean but that's for another episode um so just sitting on the blanket and watching my husband and our daughter just play in the surf and how excited she was. She's just the best thing ever. And then getting in the car to go home and her telling us this is the best birthday ever. Thank you. Like
0: oh, shit. That's, that's what all it's all about, right? That's all you want to hear.
1: I know. Gosh, she's a magical tiny squishy <clears throat> unicorn. So yeah. That's
2: so great. Yeah. I love
1: it. Oh, well, so fuck. Now I'm on mushy. Okay. <sighs> We're going to have you back because yes, you. you have some other shit, including poltergeists. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my jam and Joy's jam because now she wants to telekinesis, dissect it. Um, so I can't help it. I'm gonna I find, know I got to try every avenue. That's just how my brain works. Yes. So, and also we will want to find out if uh, Moira, Mary, Marie, O'Shaughnessy uh, showed back up with her Etsy crafting skills. Um, yeah, just to say hello
0: Sounds and
1: hopefully good. leave needles not on the floor, but in places. Uh, She's going to leave them at your house for making fun of her 18 names I'm so much. Not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, um, we're going to have you back. This was amazing. We've been so much. yeah, What a wonderful way.
0: All right, I did have one closing question for you guys.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: All right. I was thinking, you know, we're all on Zooms all the time. Mm -hmm. Do you think that we're going to start seeing a collection of video of ghosts in people's backgrounds?
2: So, Did you say say that as Emily's, like, room darkened the moment you said that?
1: (laughs) It's funny you should say that because since we – so – when we first started this joy waited until 10 episodes in to casually mention to me while we're recording in our friends, very haunted house, by the way, I've been picking up EVPs on our recordings. I remember that. So it continued once we moved into Skype territory and it wasn't just electrical interference. Uh, One of my best friends, my best friend, Kat from uni who's been on our show. She's been on two episodes. She, um, like this is her her techie expert area of expertise. And so some of ours that were really quite clear, we sent to her to break down in a technological format, and she was able to clean them up. And some of them were incredibly clear. And one of them, uh, when you looked at the the like not the not the heat signature, but do you know what I'm saying? like the, fact the, the, fact the wave pattern? Yeah, yeah. It was in the shape of a crucifix. Um. So there was that one. That so yeah. Me, so it does know. to me. I know.
2: It, just, it, I want to go
1: on record that, and be like, it's whatever. It's that, <laughs> that that stuff it. it, it, it mm-hmm. the thing um thing that
2: freaks me out. Yeah. Is that one at least
1: sounds like you, and you definitely did not sing it. And that was the one that I think said, fuck you.
2: (laughs) That sounds like very clear.
1: That does sound like me.
2: Here's the thing. It could just be Emily telekinetically projecting other things onto the tape. I don't know.
1: Joy, I don't like what your gratitude is this week. So I'm just going to brainwave how I'm feeling. Fuck
2: you you're listen you're a very nice woman and I feel like you would be afraid to tell me to fuck off
1: on purpose so maybe I don't know <laughs> I don't know about that you've seen me go ham on random not on people. me no you're right I wouldn't go ham on you <laughs> I know you too well You're you're the kind of person that would be like Emily I'm not angry I'm very disappointed and that would crush me that would crush me so yeah, um, and then we had one other EVP that said um, something about being next to a window, and at the time, Joy and I, I we, were,
2: we were next to windows. Yeah. Yeah, we
1: were both. I was. I have a desk in in our room, and so we were both. Joy and I were both at the time, recording next to glass sliding doors. Um, or it was like next to the, it was something about a, a door. So yeah, it was just very, these are things that it's not, it, there's no way it can just be random electrical interference because some of them are directly about what we're chatting about.
2: But definitely getting back to what Marcella was saying about, do you think we're going to see more? Yeah. I mean, in the beginning of the quarantine, people were already reporting more weird shit happening in their houses right. because they were home all the time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm sure that there are 20, at least, Reddits for it already. So I
1: should go look those up. You go do that, librarian. No, my my favorite thing is when there's the Ask Reddit thread about creepy things your kid has said. I'm just like, that's it. I'm done for the night. (laughs) No one talked to me for three hours. I'm going on a deep dive. That should be your podcast where you just fucking talk. Just go to Reddit and read shit. (gasps)
0: by emily yes Yes,
2: because i won't i won't go read it but i'll listen
1: to you say it (laughs) i'm sorry so listen we're gonna have you back yes more stories yes Yes, yes, yes. thank you um in the meantime please stay safe Mm -hmm. i trust you i know you're one of those people that you will indeed wear a mask and wash your hands um look he's putting it on Right now, oh my God! Uh, masked up on Skype, amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, but thank you so much for coming on, and I'm so excited to to do this again in like a month or so.
0: Thank you so much. I've had such a good time, and it, I just uh, I just uh, love you guys, and I just, uh, it's been great. Yay!
1: Tell everyone you know to listen to us, okay? And then I'll
0: tell uh, call three of my friends. And That's the people.
1: And fine. then rate. Um, anyone else listening do the same thing rate and review us on the iTunes follow us on the Instagrams at the underscore residuals underscore podcast or send us your stories to the residuals podcast at gmail dot com and thank you to purple hyphen planet for our creepy music so uh, with that being said Joy um, don't be afraid of the dark I will.
0: All right. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you.
2: Bye.
0: Yeah. Is the whole podcast going to just be you guys trying to get the title sequence?